Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Again, like we mentioned to you last night, that these adab about how the brethren and fellow seekers in the past should behave with one another, many of them, if not almost all of them, are going to pertain to how a person should believe with one fellow mu'mineen and muslimin in any case. But, because once a person joins, for example, if you are studying at a university, lums, and if I come as an example, and if I tell you, okay, how should students interact with one another, amalan, that interaction for you will take place with fellow lum students, although in theory, any university you go to, you would interact with them that way. So similarly, when a person is part of a tariqah and a sulsala, they should, they can and do and should interact obviously with other Muslimin, Mu'mineen, but now they have an increased amount of contact and interaction with their peer by, peer behne, for the women, right? Their fellow seekers on the path. So that means now all of a sudden, on the one hand, in the path of the sawaf, especially in the beginning, a person should have more khalwa, should be engaged in more solitary zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But on the other hand, because of the suhba, they will end up coming in interaction with other people. And those other people are normally their fellow seekers on the path. So as we mentioned the one yesterday, that you must love for your fellow what you love for yourself, that is something that pertains to all believers. Similarly, the first of the day will be like that. Adam number one. اگر اپنے پیر بھائی کی خطا اور لغزش پر مطلع ہو تو اس کی پردہ پوشی کریں Adam number one that if the traveler on the path and the seeker of the pleasure of Allah subhanahu becomes aware or informed of either the error or sin or mistake of their fellow seeker then they should conceal that sin and mistake now this is also basically the meaning of a hadith of Sayyidina Rasulullah Wasallam, in which the Prophet said that that person who conceals the faults of their fellow Muslim in this world Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will conceal their faults on the day of judgment what's the opposite of concealing right first thing that you have to check your heart is do you get happy when you find out somebody has made a mistake an error or even worse have we become so twisted that we get happy when we find out somebody actually did a sin? Does it make us happy that we find out, oh, somebody misfadr, we get happy about that? Right? That means we're trying to put that person down. We want to see that person down. Remember the khalas of all the adab? That love for others, what you love for yourself. We wouldn't love for ourselves that we did that sin. We wouldn't love for ourselves that we did that mistake. We wouldn't love for that self that we fell in error. We wouldn't love for ourselves that we fell out of favor. So why would we love that for someone else and be happy when it happens to someone else? So that's the first check to check. Let alone conceal it, how does your heart feel when you become informed of such a thing? In fact, even before that, sorry, the first step is that you should try your best not to even be informed of such a thing. Right? That's the first step. How is it that you came to know? So if it came through some fault-finding, fault-seeking, investigative, hmm, that's also wrong, that's a sin. You should not be poking into the affairs of others. We did this for your last time also. You should not try to find the faults of others. That's the first thing. Second, if 
you happen to become aware of the fault of others, second step ideally would have been you should have just glanced over it. You should not even have been aware of it. You may have come into your radar of information, but you shouldn't have given it any attention. You shouldn't have paid any attention to it. Third, then, is that if you did pay attention to it, you shouldn't have felt any pleasure. Instead, you should have felt sadness and remorse that your fellow seeker is struggling and you should have made du'a for that person. And the worst thing would be to go against this, that instead of concealing it, you would spread it. And shaitan may, or your nafs may, trick you into spreading it by presenting in front of you the best of intentions. That oh, I better let the sheikh, now more relative to now Adabis Suduk, I better let the sheikh know. Right? Why? why? What are you thinking in your heart? Because the sheikh has been fooled all along. And Sheikh was deceived about this person. And now I know the reality of this person. Because I've seen something or come to know about something. So first thing I should do is fire off an email or SMS or go tell the Sheikh. So he knows that that student of yours actually does A, B, C, D. Or has such and such a mistake. Or such a character flaw. Or you know he got upset with somebody that day. Or do you know what she said to the students in class. One of the students came to me from class and told me. That Maulama X said, talk to them like this. Yes. Dear Shaykh, I'm just writing to let you know. And Allah knows best that my intention is true. That I'm ready for the bomb. When I read that, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> right? Then there's a whole paragraph, whole email. That this, 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 this person did this, 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 that thing. Allah <laughs> I just thought I should let you know. <laughs> That's not called Pradapushi, right? At the same time, right, the Akal will say that look, but sometimes, right? Yes, sometimes it may happen in Intizam, and this is a very difficult thing. There is no words, there's no verbal formula I can give you. The people who will realize when something has to be mentioned due to it being an administrative affair or for the sake of the Islam, the other person, there is a test that I cannot verbalize for you. That's a test that you have to take of your own heart. You have to look in your heart and check the emotions of the heart. If the emotion was one of happiness, slight happiness or joy or outright glee that this person made the mistake, if you're racing to the computer to convey that information, if after you send it off you're so happy that you sent that information, and that now you think the job is done. That means that your heart isn't pure. But if your heart is such that the first thing you did was feel sad about it, second thing you did was dua about it, third thing you did was do fikr of islah and wonder how you could help that person, and after that process what occurred to you was the best thing for that person was that the shaykh should be informed and you reluctantly, sadly, after leaving the email in your draft box, finally sent it off, terrified that, Ya Allah, I hope I didn't do anything wrong, making real dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, Ya Allah, couldn't you somehow fix it even before me sending the email, that would be fine. And I can tell you very, very few do it through the emotional second process, Right? And more and more people will do it emotionally from the first process. So you have to check your own emotions. These adab are just pointers to equip you as to what it is you should be watching 
and what it is you should be doing but you have to be watchful over your heart about what it is that you're feeling and everybody will know that's why they say your heart is your own mufti your heart will tell you whether you are sincere or insincere your heart will tell you whether your feelings are true or they're untrue your heart will reveal to you in an instant its real motives its true motives and real motivations all you have to do is ask it and then yes if your niyat isn't true there won't be barakah in your act so you shouldn't do it and in fact maybe informing the shaykh might have in certain few instances have been the right thing to do and maybe that would have led to the islah of that fellow seeker but because your niyyah isn't true it will take the barakah of that and in fact you should make tawbah yes Allah Ta'ala meri be-ikhlasi ki wajah se koi islah se mehroom ho gaya and because of my lack of ikhlas sincerity somebody else has become mehroom so rather than being helpers on this path you lost that opportunity you lost and again as we mentioned to you last night this is something these are things that happen between fellow women seekers between fellow men seekers and you know sometimes they happen more sometimes they happen less sometimes we see them coming from far away sometimes they hit us all of a sudden unexpectedly we get blindsided by such things all of the sign of lack of adab all of it is a sign that a person's tarbiyah has not been done properly yet their heart is not feeling the correct emotions and intentions yet and then they will lapse into all types of bayanmeh just so you know that that notion of nahi anul munkar so yes one aspect of that is that if a person feels that they're a person they know excessent and they know that there's a person who has a certain position over x that x respects that person that if somehow that person was to say something that they could bring about the islam x whereas themselves they won't be able to do it so in that case it's not always necessary to mention the name of the incident For example, one could write an email and say, "Dear Sheikh, you know, I was thinking that maybe one day in the majlis if you could talk about this this topic." Now you've not told who was the name of the person. You have not said what they did, but you have given an ishara, an indication, and that is an act that has barakah in it. So next time when the Sheikh maybe he may take that advice and if he talks about that topic, then things that are pertinent to that person's islah will automatically get done. Then Sheikh will get another email from X saying, Dear Sheikh, I felt you were just talking about me tonight. And Sheikh will say, Allah wala. <laughs> yes? <laughs> so there are ways to do it. Without mentioning the name of the person and the exact incident. But again, we can see that takes real ikhlas to come up with that yourself. So here, now that we've told you, right? So that is something you can do. And that is something that is the sunnah of Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That even when he came to find out about something, yes, sometimes that was also one of his ways that he would talk to that sahaba directly, individually, if he felt that that was what was going to work. But one of the other tools that he used in his tariqah, tarbiyah and tazkiyah is he would talk about it in the gathering without mentioning that person and their name, right? And that person, the information would be passed, Islam would be done. And as it is often the case, many other people have the same problem. So sometimes it is better to publicly do it in a gathering because there may be others who have the same problem or sin or error, mistake or misconception. We may not even be muttalay about that. So we've shown you several ways that this can
be done in a better way if it needs to be done. However, strictly what was the Alib saying, Pardhaposhi means you should conceal it. Right? So that is when there's a case where it's not something specific to a salah. If I give you an example, for example, missing Fajr Salah. Right? I'm saying that's obviously Kabbalah Islah. But that's something that's going to take place to general Islah. That's not going to be a pinpointed Islah that the person needs to be sat down and told. Because that's something everybody's doing. Right? That's something even the person himself, and especially if you witness or come to know about a sin or error of law that you yourself are doing or have done recently, right? Then you will know that this is something that a person is still a work in progress, right? Obviously, they're not going to be perfect. They're a salik, they're a traveler, they haven't reached the destination. They're not at the manzil, right? They haven't reached the end. So a lot of it is just going to be fixed generally. Not everything requires a specific particular islah. Right? And for those things, then one should just conceal it. And how? You should just think that, look how perfectly Allah Ta'ala has concealed me. If my fellow Salakin were to see my book of deeds, if my fellow Salakin could see my sins and my mistakes, I would have no face to show in front of them. I wouldn't be able to show up anywhere. Right? So that same Allah Subhanahu who's concealed my sins in front of everyone, if the one sin of X happen, has happened to become revealed to me, I should keep it closed. Just pranda ko Allah Ta'ala ne rakha hai, aap ne kiyo usko khonna hai. Allah Ta'ala ne aap ki saamne kisi wajah se khol diya, baaki loongo par to abhi bak rakha hai. Why would you want to open it up? So that others should come to know. Alright? So this is a very important other... Sometimes people are very skillful. Even what I said, they even twist that. So what will Mullama do? Mullama X will talk about Mullama Y in class. She won't mention Mullama Y's name. So she'll think she's okay because she didn't say the name. But obviously everyone in the class knows who she's talking about and what she's talking about. This is a twisted way <laughs> of anonymous mention. Hmm? Everyone will know. And actually... You should realize you just lose your own respect in the eyes of your students when you do that. Then the students will start to fear you. They won't love you. And then yes, they may keep studying out of fear. They may even do your khidmat out of fear. But it won't be a relationship of love. In fact, I've seen sometimes relationships between teacher, student and the madrasa system. Although, alhamdulillah, the vast majority of the time it's based on true love and true khidmat. But sometimes you have these weird relationships it's almost like an abuse that the student is dead scared, stiff scared of the teacher. And dead scared, stiff scared of being embarrassed by the teacher. Because they see the teacher publicly embarrass another student in front of them in the whole class. So that is ruled by fear. Right? That is ruled by fear. And usse bhi kuch kaam chalta to hai, agar usme asal barkat nahi hai. Aur usme tasawuf ka rang to nahi hai. That's not the way of our Mashaikh and Masa, all of you who have seen to some extent or more our own Shaykh. He has so much Jamal. I'm always amazed that how some reads of the Shaykh who has so much Jamal can still find inside of themselves so much Jalal. Even my wife was telling me once about, you know, that I don't understand. I taught some of these women with so much softness. But they go on and they love to be so strict to their own students. <laughs> Oh, and my wife would never even call her, her students my students 
But one day one Muslim Sahaba came and said, you know my students were saying X. I said, what do you mean your students? Huh? Our Malana Muhammad Hassan Sahib, he always says, Mere Aziz, Mere Dost, he never says Mere Talib. Even today he says, even the person goes in the, I would go to him I would go to him Ustazji teach me I'm saying Ustaz and I'm saying teach me he says that's <laughs> okay that's the way people were right that's the real way so we should always pick up the best things from our environment we shouldn't pick up the worst things from our environment right so to hide the faults of our fellow seekers in the path. This is, I've covered some of this but I'll read it. Adab number 2 جو مری لوگوں کے عیوب کو دیکھے اور ان کو برے مقاصد پر محمول کرے تو اس کا باطن ویران ہو جائیں گا تبرانی شیف میں مرفوع روایت ہے کہ جو شخص لوگوں کے عیوب تلاش کرے گا تو اللہ تعالیٰ اس کے عیوب تلاش کرے گا اور جس کو عیوب اللہ تعالیٰ تلاش کرے گا تو اس کو زلیل و خوار کر دے گا اگرچہ وہ اپنے کجاوہ کے بچی میں ہو حضرت حسن بس رحمتہ فرماتے تھے کہ بخدا ہم ایسی جماعت دیکھتے تھے یعنی صحابہ اکرام حسن بسوی بستامین ایسی جماعت دیکھتے تھے کہ ان میں کوئی عیب نہ تھا پھر جب وہ لوگوں کے عیبوں کی جاسوسی اور تلاش میں پڑ گئے تو اللہ تعالیٰ تو اللہ تعالیٰ نے ان کے عیوب بھی ظاہر کر دیا حضر شیخ علی رحمت اللہ علیہ فرماتے تھے کہ جس نے پیر بھائیوں کو نہ چھپایا در حقیقت اس نے اپنے لگزشوں کے پردے کھول دیا سید احمد ظاہر رامتہ نے فرماتے تھے کہ جب تم کسی کو پوشیدہ گناہ کرتے دیکھو تو اسے پوشیدہ زجر کرو اگر اعلانیہ کرتے دیکھو تو اعلانیہ نصیحت کرو other number two means that that seeker on the path and traveler on the path and seeker of the pleasure of Allah subhanahu who observes the faults errors, mistakes, sins of a person and okay let's say observes the mistakes and errors of a person and attributes in his heart a bad intention to that person behind the action that he observed then his own batin will become empty and barren and in Rabaid Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu that has been transmitted by Imam At-Tabarani the Prophet said that that person who seeks out and searches the faults and flaws and sins of others, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will seek out and search out his or her faults and flaws and sins. And that person whom Allah ta'ala seeks out their faults and sins, then there is no end to him except becoming abased and degraded and humiliated. Sayyidina Hassan Basra, he said that indeed we saw a group of people that they didn't have any faults in themselves. But then, when they turned to looking and trying to seek, so it's not Sahaba, that when they had, they had no faults in themselves, but then they turned to try to seek out and find, Jasus to means spy out, to investigate and discover the flaws and faults in others, then when they did that, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed all the faults that they had. In other words, that they were they had hidden faults, but apparently it looked like they had no faults whatsoever. But when they started seeking the faults of others, then Allah Ta'ala revealed and exposed the faults of that first group. Shaykh Ta'ala, he said that that person who does not hide and conceal the faults of his brethren, fellow seekers on the path, then in reality he has actually unveiled and drawn the curtains and unveiled and revealed his own faults and flaws. Meaning that because when he fails to conceal the faults of others, then Allah Ta'ala will stop concealing his faults. Allah Ta'ala will stop being a sattar with him. Allah Ta'ala will reveal his faults when he reveals the faults of others. Sayyid Ahmad Zahid Ram Ta'ala said that if you notice somebody doing a sin secretly, then you should counsel them secretly. And if you see somebody doing a sin publicly, then you should advise the pub, advise him or generally issue a public advice. So a lot of this are things that I commented upon. Uh, the first thing to mention here is that means this is yet another level of su'izan. Su'izan means that you see somebody do something wrong and then you assume they did it for the worst reason. For example, so you might see someone who does something and then you will attribute it they actually were trying to hurt the other person. This is a big problem. Many times, sometimes, I'll give you an example, right? So Mollema X and Mollema Y have to have a phone conversation about an upcoming event. Mollema Y gets off the phone really quickly because she's very busy, right? But Obviously on the phone, Mawlama X can't see that. So what does Mawlama X do? She attributes it to a bad intention. So what does she start? And she, she gets caught up. It's not a dishonest thing. When you make the first step of su'izan, then it leads to a spiral. So what does she think to herself? Oh, she got off the phone so quickly with me. She must be angry with me. Oh, she got off the phone so quickly with me. She doesn't really want to help. She's not helping me at all. And then, and then this will lead to a train of thoughts which will lead to a really devastating conclusion that will break the bonds between the hearts of the two of them. And then she'll think, okay, I'll just do it myself. I'll do all the work myself. And then etc, 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 etc. And all the while, actually, that other Mullama, you actually phoned her when her mother-in-law was right in front of her and she couldn't really talk and she couldn't say that and you could also be in that same situation. And that was it. And then what happens? The ne- then they meet a day later because Mullah Mawai didn't really have any bad intentions, so she acts all nice and smiling with Mullah Max. Because Mullah Max had the suizan, Chirjate, Abdeko, Ajkitna, Mushkum, Muskarakar, Milri. Huh? Look at her faking with me. That's her sister, because she's stuck on her suizan. Look at her faking with me, acting as if everything's fine in front of the students. If only the students could see how she talked to me yesterday on the phone. <laughs> yes? Yes? But she can't do anything outwardly. See, outwardly also has to be nice, right? But then when the student says so she's even more angry and upset, and actually all that happened was that poor Mullama number one was busy with her mother-in-law and had to be a bit curt on the phone and there was no bad intention on her part. There was no ill will on her part. There was no negative feeling on her part. She was not being curt. She was not being rude. She was not in any way not wanting to contribute. She just caught her at the bad time. 
I can, this I could go on all night, but then, <laughs> you know, some of the boys will get bored. I could give you cases and cases, some hypothetical, some real, mixed with hypothetical. You would never know. <laughs> yes? Another simple example, that so-and-so doesn't give me their home number, they only give me their cell phone number, and they didn't pick up. I called them three times today. You never know what's going on the other side. Maybe somebody kept their phone in silent. Maybe somebody left their phone in the drawer. Maybe somebody is busy. Maybe somebody think, okay, I'll call them back later. But already, the su- when the suit is on, is already there. You have to already have negative feelings. Negative feelings. This little, when a person has suiz on, it's very easy. Very easy. Very easy for shaitan to break that relation entirely. Even on the basis of suizan. So what was being said then? What was being said? That what's going to happen to such a person? Uska batin viran ho jayega. Allah Akbar kabira. Now let's look at it from this perspective. You will lose your saluk. You will lose the nur of your own zikr. You're going to lose the nur of your own a'mal salih. Just because you had suizan for someone. Allah Akbar. Empty, barren, lost, abandoned, destitute. And what will come in its place? This fire of bughz and hasad, of malice and spite and envy. Yes, and then outwardly they can still be teaching and doing khidmat. But fez muntakil neyora. Phir ek wo bhi ek rawayat madrasa ban gaya phir. وہ جتنے لوگ ممتاز آئیں کیا فرق پڑتا ہے اس کا وہ تو ایک روایتی چیز بن گیا then it becomes اقلی and علمی and it cannot become اصلاحی and نورانی if the مولمہ's own باطن has become ویران and then when that happens obviously it's a spiral it's an endless spiral when a person's باطن becomes ویران then even at least they had some good in them was at least keeping some of the suizan at bay and at check and when they start losing the good in them then they get overwhelmed by that they become just completely creatures of negative emotion they can't stand to look at that person they can't stand to be in that person they can't stand the mention of the name of that person this is where it ends up oh Akbar Ajib Ajib and all of that, yes, it, all of that it can happen over a bunch of photocopies and a phone call and a message and an email. Because they think the worst. Think the worst. Or let's give you some examples for the men. Right? That, oh, Sheikh was coming and he didn't tell me. Look, I just happened to show up and look, the three of them are sitting there. Hmm? So yes, now you've seen a fact. The fact, you've observed the fact. Yes, you were not informed. But now you, on your su'izan, you attribute a bad intention to that person. That they didn't inform me because, and you fill in the blank with the most sinister reason. They think they're all that. They think I'm nothing. They're trying to cut me. They're trying to keep me out. Oh, you can fill it with anything you want. Su'izan, Right? You declare for yourself a bad intention on behalf of that person. And then like it's self-fulfilling. So then when you see that person, you're looking at them like this. 
Because you, you, you've convinced yourself, <laughs> with no proof whatsoever, that they want to cut you, they want to exclude you, they're against you, right? So obviously now, when you interact with that person, you're not going to be happy when you're with that person. No, Hukman. And you know what type of the end of this is? Pakki baat hai. Anakya ye likhane ya, magar me pakki baat aapko matata. That person who lets themselves spiral into uncontrollable su'izan about their fellow brethren, they will necessarily end up with su'izan about their shaykh. Pakki baat hai. Jo aapas me pir baayon, pir bainon me itna badgumani kar lete hai, uska bil aakhar ye hoga ki wo shaykh ka badguman ho jate hai. 100% guarantee. This is how big a sin. Our own Shaykh may have a whole beyond on this topic once. I don't think it's on the website. Let's just say I also knew there were some things going on. <laughs> and let's say Elania Nasihat, let's say some Elania Nasihat took place once on Bad Gumani. Hmm? Allah Akbar, as it took Hakar, Sidakia, Logoko. Allah Akbar, Kamira. Happens, like I told you, I tried to explain to you last night. These things happen. These things happen inside Silsla, inside Tariqa. If you weren't here, you'll have to listen to that. I explain why. Many people ask this question why does this happen amongst people who are searching for Allah subhanahu wanting to love for Allah subhanahu have the same love for the same Allah subhanahu same love for the same Sayyidina Rasulullah same love for the same Shaykh how can that happen? it happens 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 the hadith of Nabi Akrim was fairly explanatory right? Uh, but should really scare a person right for Allah Ta'ala to find Allah Ta'ala doesn't have to technically find our faults Allah Ta'ala knows them what it means here is Allah Ta'ala will start focusing on our faults now we need that Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala out of his rahmah and karam focus on these few little amal and ibadat that we do right imagine if Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala said okay forget your whole fast today forget the tafsir you attended today forget the tarawih you attended today that one slip you did today but that's what I'm going to do be finished there's no day we can pass even our yom al-arafah wouldn't be passed because who knows what one slip khata we would have definitely done that day where would we be if Allah Ta'ala did that with us that he treated viewed us on the basis of our mistakes alone it'd be over for us if he viewed us on the basis of our sins alone, it would be over for us. That's what the mistake the fellow brethren does. They don't look. They know, but look, mashallah, he's also changed like I have. He's also following sunnah like I have. He's also praying like I have, doing zikr like I have, sobat like I have. They don't look at their virtues and good qualities. They just focus and just look in on the fault and then they determine their outlook on that person basis on their faults. Same thing happens with the women. یہ بھی دیکھ سکتے تھے نا کہ یہ بھی اس نے بھی عالمہ کا کورس کیا ہے اس نے بھی اتنا پڑھا ہے اس نے بھی اتنے پڑھایا ہے اس نے بھی اتنے صحبت کی ہے یہ بھی اسی جنگ اجتماع پر جاتی ہے یہ بھی اسی عمر پر جاتی ہے یہ بھی اسی حج پر جاتی ہے ہزار چیزیں دیکھنے کے لئے تھے could have looked at all the common things but no making our view and outlook on a person 
based on the fault. Maybe even, and it's not a question, it could be a genuine fault. Ab means they do have an ab. Maybe I should make that clear. Yes, unka ab hai. Maybe kabi kabi wo talk baat karte hai. Yes, ab hai. Take ab, ab hai. But if you're going to base your view on them just on the basis of their ab, that's another meaning of this. You focus and home in on their ayub. So what ha- then what's going to happen? Allah Ta'ala is going to do that to you. That's what Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is saying. And, when, and then when Allah Ta'ala does that to you, so the Prophet said that there is no end for such a person other than zillat, becoming abased and disgraced. Maybe not outwardly in the material world, but that spiritual zillat. Voy batin viran. Spiritual zillat. That's the end of that. Was Sayyidina Hassan Basra was saying that there was a group who attained some level of success in their deen and therefore everybody viewed could that they had no fault apparently. Right? And probably everybody was looking at them. And then when they started finding the faults in others, right, then all of a sudden all their faults started coming out. You can see that sometimes this is Min Hasl Jama'a. May Allah save us from making that mistake. If there's ever a jama'a like that that because they are in ikhlas, they're making effort, right? So, outsiders, onlookers, they say, oh, these boys, there's, ye to mashallah, frishto ki jamaat hai, inka na koi ab nahi hai, right? And if the men let that get to their head, right? And then, they look at other people, and they say, oh, you know, look at these, this jamaat has this problem, and that has that problem. And look at the other one that has that problem. When they start doing that in their heart, Allah Ta'ala will draw the curtain on them. <laughs> yes? And then they become what we call bias in Adamat for their own Mashaikh and Sulsana. Right? So if people think that Zainab Academy is such a wonderful institute and they're amazing women, and then all of a sudden those women start finding flaws in others, Allah Ta'ala will draw the curtain and open and reveal their own flaws. And then they'll just be a means of making the names Zainab Academy but Badnam in their city. Yes? So even Minhaisul Jama'ah, so this ishara is that the Murideen, their barakah, obviously, because part of the Sulsal is not just the Shaykh, part of the Sulsal is the Murideen. So the izzah of the sulsla lies, yes, in the izzah of the shuyukh and mashayikh, but also in the izzah and muqar of the muridin and sadaqin. And if they don't act according to that izzah and adab, then they will also face the consequence and reflect badly on the jamaat. Alright? And the last thing, two more things. Here, that was already covered that that person who reveals the faults and mistakes of their brethren, in reality they have only only opened their own faults. Right? And I'll tell you, literally that's what happens. It even happens to us. Something from this side. Somebody comes to me. Even they're behind the parda. And he or she is mentioning this, this, this person's A, B, C, D, E, F problem. Usi waqt Allah Ta'ala is showing us that person's A, B, C, D, E, F problem. Definitely hope that. Things that we didn't even see before. So they think we're listening intently to them, but actually we're just being amazed and gazing intently at their own problems. Yes? They think they have a captive audience. Actually, they are our captive audience. 
they are captive to us they think we are their captive audience ye hota hai yes so it's only means that it can it just results in abomination and disgrace disgrace in front of one elders disgrace in front of one's peers disgrace in front of one's students and the last thing was what said muhammad zain ramtai said that if you find somebody doing something secretly so that is muttalihuna right that means somehow you dis- came across something So if you are sincere, this I also explain, right? Then there are sincere ways to do it. So you could sit them down with love and say, you know, I happen to see this and you know, you have to think about this and you know, I'm big dua for you, you should make dua for yourself, you should read this bayan or listen to this bayan or you could encourage them to go to that person who does their islah, right? Sit them down and counsel them ad-deenun nasiha. That's what Sayyidina Rasulullah said that all of deen lies in and consists of sincere counsel and advice. And if you see somebody doing something publicly, then you, the peer by is not supposed to do that publicly. See, and that's what I told you is that the shaykh should be informed and you should talk about this publicly. Right? For example, once I did get a very good email from one girl just some time ago that some of the women have started physical hijab but uh you know a b c d right issue so i spoke about that in once in a gathering the issue was fixed and the barakah of that is unlike that captive audience right and allah was revealing to me things i still to this don't even know allah Ta'ala because there's no need for allah Ta'ala to let me know i don't know who it was to this day yes the person who informed me must know who it was but that informant quote unquote had so much ikhlas in her that everything got sorted out without me ever even knowing who the person was that's baraka that's baraka right so we have a lot of alhamdulillah good examples very few of the bad examples but i'm highlighting more the bad examples so that you understand right how much baraka is lost and what is at stake and given that every one of us is in silsila and tasawwuf for islah and we need every single possible assistant and aid and we need every baraka to bring about that islah we don't want to lose anything you should be very careful about these atha <laughs> we should be very careful about these adab and we should learn to be more forgiving always think the best sayna rasulullah said the opposite of suicide you should make 70 excuses should give 70 chances for that person 70 excuses right this goes up the fuqaha have taken this to iman and kufr they will attempt 70 times that can we take this person's kalam and make it mahmul on iman can we twist it can we stretch it majazan kinayatan can we take any meaning out so that we can save them from kufr i mean look if we want to and then here we're just talking about mistakes right we're just talking about interpersonal relations So you should try your best always to think the best of others. And yes, in the beginning you may have to do this forcibly, no problem. That's why there's this word mujahada in deen. Do it taqallufan, do it tasannuan, do it jabran. You have to make this mujahada sometimes to have usnizan. You make that mujahada with the niyat that Allah Ta'ala don't want to enter suizan because you don't like that. And I can see myself going that way. So I can try only like in any other sin that I have to force myself not to do it 
Allah Ta'ala, you are the one who can give barakah and actually take me out of it. And people don't make that mujahidah. They don't make that mujahidah. They let themselves fall into it. So we have to strive to always have the best intention, best outlook, best perspective. Always think the best of everyone. Attribute the best of things to them. If we ever see any flaw or fault, to overlook it, hide it, conceal it. First from our own awareness, let alone the awareness of others. And try more actively to look at the good aspects of that person, the virtues of that person, the merits of that person. right? So that we can continue to love them for their good. And even just that act of your own mujahida may be something accepted by Allah Ta'ala to even help and fix another person. And may Allah Ta'ala accept us to learn and implement and inculcate and live according to all of these adab. May He forgive us all for any and all past slips. And may He just let us let go of everything. We don't want to open up. This is not war crimes tribunal where we need just not truth and reconciliation commission Right? Some people want that level to happen. No, that's not the way our deen operates. You should just let it go. Let it out of your heart. Let it out of your mind. And move on from that. And just start again afresh. And build that relationship anew. And have husnizan for everyone in this tariqah. Because all of them, even just that one amal of entering tariqah, means they made niyat of tawbah at least once sincerely in their life. When they recited Kalimat of Tawbah, right? So that, that's enough. That one, because we're also ultimately hoping that maybe Allah Ta'ala will just accept that one act of ikhlas from us. ہم بھی اسی کی امید پر چل رہے ہیں کہ اللہ تعالیٰ کسی نہ کسی طرح اس نیت کو قبول کر لیں تو وہ بھی پیر بائر وہ پیر بین وہ بھی اسی نیت پر چل رہے ہیں وہ بھی اسی ایک عمل اس کا بھی ایک ہی سہارا ہے تو یہ شد لکھ ایت دی پرسن ان دیت لائٹ ان دیت لائٹ وآخر دعوانا ان الحمدللہ رب العالمین سبحان ربنا لمحام اللہ مسلمان سننا محمد آلہ آلی سننا محمد مبارک وسلم ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين يا رب كريم همان گناہوں کو معاف فرما يا ستار يا رحمان جب تک یہ پردہ ہے ہمارے اس دنیا میں اور اخرت میں عزت ہوگی يا رب كريم امس پر اپ اگر اس پردہ اٹھانے پر آ جائیں يا رب كريم اپ بہتر جانتے ہیں ہم کتنے زلیل ہو جائیں گے کتنے خال ہو جائیں گے کتنے بندبخت ہو جائیں گے یعنی بکریم جس طرح آج تک آپ نے یہ کرم ہم پر نوازا ہے یعنی بکریم مرنے تک اپنا ستاری نصیب فرمائے اور جس طرح آپ نے دنیا میں اپنا ستاری نصیب فرمایا یعنی بکریم روز محشر قیامت کے دن بھی اسطار پیش ہونا ہمارے گناہ پر پردہ رکھنا ہمارے نامعمال پر پردہ رکھنا یعنی بکریم جس کامل انداز سے آپ نے ہمارے گناہ کو چھپا کر رکھے ہیں یعنی بکریم اس رمضان و مبارک کے رات میں ہمارے توبہ کو قبول کر کر اتنا ہی کامل ہمارے گناہوں کو مٹا دیجئے یعنی بکریم ہمیں 
ایب جوئے سے پاک فرما ایبو کو تلاش کرنے سے پاک فرما یعنی بے کریم تنگ دل ہونے سے صاف فرما ہمارے سینے سے کینہ کو نکال دیجئے حسد بغض کو نکال دیجئے ہمارے دل کو نرم فرما اپنے دشمنوں کے بارے میں نرم فرما اپنے حاصدین کے بارے میں نرم فرما یعنی بے کریم ہمارے اپنے پیر بہنوں پیر بھائیوں کے بارے میں ہمارے دل کو نرم فرما یعنی بے کریم تمام اہل دین کے بارے میں ہمارے دل میں حسن زن عطا فرما اے رب کریم ہم سب اس زن بدگمانی کے گناہ سے توبہ طائب ہو رہے ہیں اے رب کریم اس توبہ کو قبول فرما ہمیں ہر قسم کا بدگمانی سے محفوظ فرما ہمیں اچھی سوچ عطا فرما اچھا زبان عطا فرما اچھے خیالات عطا فرما اچھی تعبیر سوچنے کی توفیق عطا فرما اچھے الفاظ بولنے کی حکمت عطا فرما ہمیشہ اچھے جذبات اور اچھے خیالات کا مالک منا رب کریم ہم وہ ہر برائی سے پورا مانگتے ہیں جس کو آپ برا جس جو آپ کو پسند نہیں اور ہم اس ہر خیر کے سائل ہیں یا اللہ جو آپ کو پسند ہے رب کریم ہمیں اس مبارک مہینے میں تبدیل کر دیجئے صفات والا بنا دیجئے ادب والا بنا دیجئے اخلاص والا بنا دیجئے رب کریم ہمیں دوسروں کے بارے میں اتنا اخلاص نصیب فرما جو نبی کریم سسم کے اس امت کے بارے میں اخلاص تھا ہمیں دوسروں کے بارے میں اتنا حسن زن نصیب فرما جو نبی کریم سسم اپنے امت کے بارے میں جتنا امید اور حسن زن والے تھے رب کریم اور ہمیں نبی کریم سسم کے اس امید اور اس اس حسن زن کا حق ادانے کی توفیق عطا فرما اپنی زندگی کی پوری کوشش اس مقصد کے لیے لگانے کی سمجھ عطا فرما یعنی بکریم ہمارے روزے کو قبول فرما آئندہ جو روزے ہیں اس میں آسانی نصیب فرما ہر ہر روزے کے ظاہر کے ساتھ باطنی روزہ بھی عطا فرما گناہ کے اجتناب کرنا آسان فرما برے خیالات سے ہمیں محفوظ فرما یا رب کریم ہم آ چکے ہیں رمضان کے مہینے میں بلکہ اتنے گناہ پیچھے کرتے تھے کہ ان گناہوں کی یادیں بھی ہمیں آ رہی ہیں ان گناہوں کی خیالیں بھی دوبارہ آ رہے ہیں یا رب کریم ہمیں محفوظ فرما جس طرح آپ نے جہنم کے دروازے کو بند کر دیجئے کر دیا جس طرح آپ نے شیاطین کو باندھ لیا یہ ہمارے بکریم ہمارے نفس اماروں کو بھی باندھ لیجئے نفس امارہ کو بند کر لیجئے ہمیں اس مہینے کے اندر ہمیں نفس مطمئنہ عطا کر دیجئے ہمیں یا رب کریم نیکی تقوی کا راستہ کھول دیجئے ربنا تقبل منا انکا انت السمی العلیم وطوبو علینا انکا انت التواب الرحیم وصلو اللہ تعالی علی حبیبہ سیدنا محمد وعلا آلہ وصحبہ اجمعین برحمتک یا ارحم الراحمین آمین